Welcome into another live edition of 410 Sports Talk. I'm Glenn Martin here with my co-host James the Rascal Haskell. Yes, Jonesy. The ra- no, actually, no, Jonesy. The Rascal was not late. On time, early, in fact. Uh, but but uh Febu, yes, Jimmy did have to kick some people off the dial up to get it going. I'm home. Uh, I'm home, okay? <laughs> not on the road. That's right. He's got that good internet today, ladies and gentlemen. But we are here to, of course preview the upcoming matchup against the Cleveland Browns uh the second matchup against the Browns so far this season much different game much different players on each side of this game even though it is you know two teams that have played together but we are excited to get into it it's a huge matchup a matchup with I think the best two defenses in football which is of course exciting for any fan of of defensive football but first and foremost Jimbo how are you doing this Friday evening dude doing good I mean, you know, we talked about pre-show. My son, unfortunately, has a fever, so it's never the best. But uh, hopefully he he fights through it. He's a strong mm-hmm. kid. So, but I'm doing good. Glad it's a Friday. I'm looking forward to the holidays for the first time since Tanya and I have lived in this house. Her parents and our uh, her nephew uh, are going to be here for Christmas. So awesome. we're, we're looking yeah. for it. Like COVID threw a whole monkey wrench into everything, you know. So doing good, man. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Excited to see uh, basketball on the TV, even though I don't like the uh, dark floors, uh, like I mentioned. It's kind of messes with my colorblindness, but that is nobody's problem but my own. I, I absolutely cannot wait to see this Ravens team take the field this weekend. Another litmus test it's being called, uh, even though it, I feel like we've been hearing that a lot lately. We heard that about the Lions game, then we heard mm-hmm. about Seattle, now we're hearing it again about Cleveland. I'm sure we'll hear it this coming Thursday when we play the Bengals, but uh, I do think it's a big game. It's a chance for the Ravens to separate themselves a bit in the AFC North, which, of course, is the most competitive division in all of sports, certainly in football. Uh, but let's get right into Sean's comment here because I did hear this. Uh, Sean says, evening, boys. Did you hear TJ Hushmanzada said he thinks even the Ravens receivers would prefer Burrow over Lamar? Crazy disrespectful. Yeah, the dude's a clown. The dude's an absolute clown. I mean, He's obviously just saying it to try and garner attention and yeah, maybe turn the pot, dude. Yeah, try and increase his on air time. But it's, I mean, it's one thing to choose him, and that's fine. He's a Cincinnati Bengal. I know he played briefly with the Ravens, but he's a Bengal. Yeah. Uh, so I don't blame him there. But to, when he when he took it to, so far as to say that the Ravens receivers would take him, I mean, that was just an insult, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That's over the top, and I, I think a little, like you said, it's a little. Uh, what's the word? Yeah, it's a little catchy to try and get the get the headlines going. He did it exactly for that, so we would talk about it. So you did your job, Hushmanzada. Good job. Yes, but who's uh, my dad? Remember that old commercial? No, dude. There was an old commercial about like fantasy football uh, leagues, and the guy goes up and he goes, "I'll take TJ Hushmanzada or something." He like totally butchers the name, and it was just a commercial of people butchering it. You guys have seen it in the chat. I know you guys have seen it. Uh, but yeah, he was obviously just, I don't know, trying to be funny or, or what, but the dude, yeah, I don't think he's going to get a lot more time on the air. Like um, Joe Burrow is a good football player. I, I understand that. Right. But I don't think Lamar's teammates want to play. You ask Mark Andrews who his quarterback is. I think OBJ is picking like, come on, dude. Like, what are we talking about? Zay Flowers is picking Joe Burrow. Come on. Right. This guy, that's his guy. By the way, he's the best quarterback in football right now on top of that. So, um, yeah, the dude's an absolute goofball. But let's get into breaking down 
this matchup here, Jimbo. And of course, yeah. we always start, you know, in the same place, and that's with the injury report. And boy, let me tell you, it's um, it's looking it's looking really good for the Ravens, uh, and it's not looking so good for the Cleveland Browns. They mm-hmm. have some injuries at some extremely key positions, mm-hmm. and and we're gonna get into them here. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. But the good news is for the Ravens. Apparently today, although it was an indoor walkthrough because of the rain, if you guys are in Baltimore, you guys know it rained all day here. It was a gloomy, mm-hmm. disgusting day. So they did have a walkthrough indoors. However, all 53 members of the team were present and active. Nice. I mean, wait, I mean, so does that include Bowser? No, because he's technically still on that list. He's not on oh, yeah. the the active uh, 53. So no, unfortunately, that does not include Bowser. But uh, man, I am really efforting to find, and normally it's not difficult, uh, to find the practice report for the Browns, but I'm having a bit of trouble. My trusted source that I go to that always has it does not have it right now, but uh, that, that's good news, Jimbo. I mean, you see, we did have some flare-ups through the middle of the week where guys were, you know, all of a sudden popped up on the injury report. I saw uh, Marlon was added with a hamstring. Here we go. I found okay, I, I, just, yeah, had I to, just found something. But you got it? Yeah, I just had to go to a different source. Um but here we go now because it was getting a little concerning. I was going, wait a minute. Why? I, I never liked the mid week add to the injury report because that, yeah. that could, you never know. It's kind of a wild card there when guys get hurt in the middle of this, of the week at practice, but here we go. All right. So as you guys can see popping up on the screen, right this moment, boom, there we go. We did have some, some surprise DNPs going into the, the Friday practice. Like, Michael Pierce had an illness that kept him out for not one, but two practices. And it was like, man, what is this illness that he's dealing with? But luckily back to full. Now, Marlon mm-hmm. Humphrey had, he came up a little limp. Uh, he came up uh, like he was walking gingerly after, a, 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 I think it was a one-on-one. And he, he has a hamstring. He's limited. So I'm a little concerned. But that's the only person on our team. That's coming into this game with injury concerns, Jimbo. Hey, man. <laughs> We're all right with that. Look, let's hope and knock on wood. Everybody, you know, wear your pajamas in and out. Cross your finger, your fingers and your toes. And let's hope that this continues to be the case this season. Because generally, if you look back, the healthiest teams are the ones that get it done in the end. So mm-hmm. let's hopefully that continues to be the case. And uh, and hope for nothing but good health. Um, I did see one comment really quickly by, uh, if you want to throw that up, by, Pis- by P- uh, Sean Pisker real fast. Um, let's see. Let me grab it. Here we go. I got it. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I wanted to put this up because I agree wholeheartedly with Sean. And that, <laughs> sorry, I can't stand Burrow. I think Burrow is entirely carried by his wide receivers. Hate him. LOL. Yeah, I think uh, haven't I said this? Joe Burrow is my least favorite player in the in the NFL. Least? Uh, I yeah. I mean, that. outside of the the normal ones like Deshaun Watson or like Tyreek Hill. I mean, he like broke his kid's arm, so like that automatically qualifies you as mm-hmm. a scumbag. Um, outside of like the scumbags, then yeah, yeah, I. I as far as like a normal guy who doesn't have like off the field issues, not a fan of, of, of Joe Burrow. Not just, just, yeah, not a, I don't like him. So I'm with you, Sean. I think that uh, Joe is a really good football player. I won't say that he's completely carried by his wide receivers. I think he's a really good football player. That being said, I think that people reach on him a little bit. I heard somebody say, I don't remember who it was, but Joe Burrow gets almost as much love as Patrick Mahomes for winning two Super Bowls as 
uh, for losing a Super Bowl. Seems and like, like yeah, he's kind of like, he has hands down the best receiving core when all three yeah. are out there. Like, yeah. I mean, that's undeniable. It's kind of like, remember Kevin before he won an uh, uh, NBA final, like he kind of skated away from a lot of criticism. Mm-hmm, I felt mm-hmm. like, yeah, kind of like that a little bit. Kevin Durant speaking about, um, that's who I'm speaking about, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a, I'm good player. he's a good player. I just think he just rubs people the wrong way. Cause to me, I, I, I don't know. Look, I, I know I'm a Ravens fan, but Jimmy will tell you, I was a huge Joe Burrow fan when he was in college. Yep. Again, I think he had the greatest yep. team ever in the history of college. So <laughs> I'm not like a, a Joe Burrow hater, but to me, it just feels like fake swag. Like he's being a poser. Like mm-hmm. when he wears the glasses with the, it just looks like someone goes, well, how do I look cool? Hmm. Oh, I put this on. Like that's just it. Just doesn't feel legitimate, and and yeah, it doesn't feel natural. It feels like he he uh, he tries too hard. So that's my only problem. But he is a really good player. But certainly helped by a really good supporting cast around him, outside of a pretty shaky offensive line he's had to deal with for quite some time. But let's get into this Cleveland Browns report, yeah. Jimbo. Because for a second, I'm like, wait, are we playing the Bengals? Yeah, I know, right? But they are absolutely beat up in one key area. They are really hurting yeah. on the offensive line. Yep, They're out both their tackles for this week. You can see Dewan Jones, the 6'9", I think he is, just absolute monster, is out at right tackle. Diedrich, uh, um, um Wills has been out at left tackle. So right now they are, they are switching guys around. They're trying anything they can to find who's going to play right, who's going to play left tackle. It, and we're going to get into who who will be in there, you know, who we expect to be in there. But that is a huge, huge loss when you're down both your tackles going into a game against the number one sack team in the National Football League. So that's not good. Uh, but as you can see, it's a long list. Most of the guys on this list were able to get back to practice on Friday, at least in a limited fashion. Mm-hmm. Joku will play. Um Ankaranqua will play. Uh, Pierre Strong looks like he's in line to to get out there. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Jimmy's least favorite player, will be out there. It will not be a P.J. Walker game. Uh, So it's mainly looking like they're going to be without Marquise Goodwin. So speed is a problem. So here's what they did. This is weird, Jimbo. They traded Donovan Peoples-Jones to the Lions last week or Mm -hmm. two weeks ago at the deadline. Yep. And now they lost Marquise Goodwin and and David Bell. So they have zero speed now because they traded away one part of their speed and the other two part are hurt. So yeah, Amari Cooper is going to play, but who else after him is the question. Mm -hmm. So Jimbo, they're banged up. Yeah. And you know, um, I, I say that I, I want to see all, all teams at uh, full health. And I think we could beat any team at full health, but like, I'm also, I also realize that the NFL is, it's a hundred percent certain that you're going to be on the injury report at some point, unless you're Joe Thomas. I'm sure he was even on the injury report. He just didn't miss snaps. So look, it just is what it is. It's part of the game. And uh, the Ravens have an opportunity to take advantage of it is I guess the nicest way I can say this. I am not feeling full of empathy right now towards the Cleveland Browns about their injury report. And part of that is because of all the times we've gone through similar seasons, right? Where it's just absolutely brutal. um, Mm -hmm. As far as the injury report goes. And, uh, <coughs> and, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling bad for him, but what I was going to say to your point though, well, when I saw their tackle go down, uh, and just like you said, they're missing both tackles at this point. Um, mm-hmm. 
the the other one he went on IR what like a week ago? Yeah, a week or two. Yeah. Yeah, he used to be in the commercials with um with uh what's his name? Hmm? With Baker? Shoot. Yeah, didn't he? I don't know. I don't I'm pretty know sure he was in the knows. commercials with Baker, like playing video games at, at the at the at the Cleveland Brown Stadium. Anyway, okay. but yeah, so he's on. You know, he's on. Yeah, they're gonna struggle, and I'm happy about it. Is <laughs> I guess what I would say. I'm okay with it. I'm I'm looking forward to the Ravens taking advantage of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not mad about being the le- the less banged up team. Uh, Massey says, "Did you see C.J. Uh, Stroud versus Tampa?" Hope he does it again this week. We'll be watching both games, Ravens, Browns, Texans, Bengals. Yeah. Now, the unfortunate thing for the Texans are they had maybe the longest injury list I've ever seen. I mean, it was like 20 players, Jimbo, were on their injury list and obviously had a bunch of key guys. But, yeah, I'll be rooting for them like crazy. I hope they can continue this momentum. I mean, he threw five touchdowns. They went over 500 yards. It's a different team playing the Bengals with, uh, you know, certainly different aspirations than where Tampa's headed right now. But, uh, yeah, they could do it. They could absolutely. They're playing way better now than they were when we played them in week one. That's for sure. Yep. Agreed. I'm Like you said in our last show, glad we saw them early. Yeah, no doubt. Bunch of young, hungry, talented players. Ravens O's Nation says, I hate TJ Watt more than Burrow personally. Yeah, what about that, Jimbo? I know you're not a TJ Watt fan with his no, I got, got guy. I got a lot of guys on my list. Yeah. <laughs> you got a long list. You got the CBS receipt <laughs> for a list. Yeah. You... When are they ever going to stop cutting down trees just to make useless receipts, by the way? Yeah, people just toss out on their like, way dude, out. Dude, just send it to my email. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are going paperless. Yeah, but no. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't like TJ. So, yeah, like I have the scumbag realm. Mm-hmm. But like, like, once again, of normal guys. TJ's number two for me. Like it's Burrow TJ. So I'm I'm with you, Ravens Those Nation. It's 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 just exhausting. But I'm glad he got fined for knocking the lights out of Zay Flowers. Yeah, and I hope that. that it it discourages him from hate, you know, dropping haymakers on people because it's just crap. Like, how soon would an offensive lineman be penalty penalized if he just hauled off and popped TJ in the in the face mask? Yeah, that's what needs to be done, though. I mean, that yeah. unfortunately. You just hope he doesn't get fined or uh, or kicked out of the game himself. But, yeah, that's probably what it's going to take is uh, the receipts, as they used to call it in the old wrestling industry. You keep receipts, man, and you got to deliver them every now and then. Mm-hmm. Remember this? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, all right, let's get into some more of our preview here, Jimbo. Um, dude, you know what's crazy is I forgot – because of how good uh, Dewan Jones has been playing for them, I forgot that Conklin – is their starting right tackle and a great player? Still He's a great player, you know. So they're all they're all. I mean, they they lost their their starting right tackle, and then they got a surprise, you know, heck of a good a good play from Dewan Jones, and now they're missing him. Let's too. see if this works. Let's see if this works. Hold on, this is what's oh, going on. This is what's going on right now. Yes, dude. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. You like that? I do, man. Yeah. Keep them coming, dude. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk. Uh, we'll start with their defense, okay, versus yep. the Ravens' offense. And, look, I know you guys know the names. Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith, they're two yeah. talented pass rushers. Denzel Ward's on the outside. Cor- uh, Jeremiah Owasu-Koromoa, who was basically drafted to stop Lamar Jackson uh, because of the speed he brings to the linebacker position. Grant Delpit is obviously – uh, you know, coming into his own and becoming a really good player out of LSU. 
And then Greg Newsom. I mean, they got they got corn. They got two good corners. Uh, they can really play. Man, they they got names. Jimbo Dalvin Tomlinson on the inside. Is and they always have, haven't they? Seemingly, I mean, ever since they had Jarrett, uh, Garrett, it seems like they've had pretty good guys around them. But yeah. it helps when because for a while they weren't paying a quarterback, so it kind of makes yep. you wonder how they're able to do this, paying the most for their quarterback and yep. getting. Not a lot out of them, but that no. translates Jimbo to this. And I'm going to kick it to you, yeah, uh, to talk about the you know more of the Ravens side of things. But that defense, number three in points, they give up just 17 points per game. They're number one in the league in yards allowed. They give up mm-hmm. 235 yards per game. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, a uh, third down. This should come as no surprise when you think about Miles Garrett. First in the league in third down prevent. Uh, they they only allow offenses to convert third down at a 26% rate. I mean, that is absolutely impressive. Now, here's where they don't do well, and here's where they struggle, surprisingly. Red zone scoring defense, which sounds pretty good for what the Ravens have been doing lately. They're 28th in the league. They allow opponent opponents, uh, offensive opponents to score on 67% of their red zone trips. They score a touchdown. So it's kind of interesting. It's like it's really hard to get into that red zone when you're playing the, the the Browns, as evidenced by their their number one in the league uh, as far as yards. But once you get there, Jimbo, quite successful teams have been at kind of punching it in and, and finishing those drives. And I think that might be the way the Ravens can kind of take advantage of them. Yeah, you know, I think that speaking more on their defense, where I talk about the Ravens' offense is. We've said this before. This is not a new saying, and it's not original to me. Like, styles make fights kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And when I think of this game, I think about an overly aggressive defense. Like, they thrive on their aggression. Uh, they thrive on the way they 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 defend the pass. Like, not just the pass, but the, pat- the, the, the receivers. And I think the Ravens, what they've been able to do against the Browns is take advantage of that aggression. Um, look. I think uh, it's a sucky proposition to play against Lamar Jackson, period. But if you're going to man up against Lamar Jackson and he gets through the guys in front of you, Mm. it's just a problem, you know? And so I think that styles make fights. And I think that even though their defense is excellent, I think against an offense such as the Ravens with a quarterback that's so dynamic with Lamar, I don't think that the matchup is great for them from a favorability standpoint. That's my key to the game offensively, actually, for the Ravens is to really take advantage of their aggressive nature as a defense. Make them pay for it. You know, make them pay for it. And look, our offense has been able to do so, right? I mean, uh, our offense is, is, uh, you know, according to NFL.com, which this can change, but is, you know, ranked fourth right now. How? What other team is fourth and first as far as your units Crazy, in the, bro. you know, in this? It's just so incredible to me but you know you talk about you know, you talk about our guys we we know who we got you know i'm some people hmm, man genie have been talking about the fact that lamar's only thrown nine touchdowns what a goof that guy is what an idiot uh but look uh lamar or you know lamar's doing his thing and he's he's playing excellent football i love to see that a running back is not our is our highest uh, rusher, not Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's super important, but Gus Edwards is playing really well. We are super excited to see, you know, Keaton Mitchell who ran for well, like 131 or, or 129, something like that. FedEx ground player of the week, bro. Only, yeah. only running back to get to triple digits last week. 
Yeah, only one in the league. Crazy. <laughs> but look, ultimately, this team, you said they're giving up, what, 17 a game? Yeah. The yep. Ravens are averaging over 26 a game. Um, and and look, I think we're we're moving the ball really well. You're talking about, you know, over a little over 200, you know, 208 passing yards a game. Uh, Lamar's throwing it at a seven or completing it at a 71% clip. So I think the Ravens have an advantage, have a an opportunity here based on the style of this defense to to take advantage. And we have the weapons. It's not like we don't. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. But um yeah, I mean, look, you said it. They got names, and they've always had names. But ultimately, you got you got to play as a unit. So I'm looking forward to the Ravens exploiting their aggression. And before I finish here, Glenn, I'll, I'll pass to you to give your key to the game and also your breakout player. But I just want to quickly give my breakout player. I'm excited about it. I've heard some whispers around town about Zay Flowers. But he's been a little quiet lately. Okay. And uh. I'm not here for it. I'm simply not. Zay Flowers... Is a, is a team player. We spread the ball around. We got a lot of mouths to feed. If you watch the tape, Zay is still getting open, still mm-hmm. doing his thing. You know, he got the ball uh, in this last game and, and dang near made a guy slide out of his entire uniform, right? So Zay Flowers is is plenty capable and is, is still a great pick. I know people have started to whisper because he hasn't been as active in, in, in these last few games, but Zay's going to get the rock. He's my breakout player this game. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, he has been quiet. One catch last week. Kind of surprising. But look, this team believes in uh, balance. And their version of balance is that every guy touches the ball and every guy is a threat. They spread the ball around. I'm not mad about it. Now, my the interesting thing for me about this game is if you look at uh, the game when they played last time. First of all, a lot of guys were beat up on each side of the ball. The Ravens were without a ton of stars. OBJ. You know, Ronnie Stanley, Rashad Bateman didn't play in that game. Uh, Dafe Owe didn't play in that game. A lot of guys were missing. And so the Browns surprisingly came into that game and they weren't terribly aggressive to start the game. And as the game went on, they became increasingly more aggressive. They got man press coverage, like you mentioned. They came after Lamar Jackson. And unfortunately, like, we didn't have guys on the outside that could really make them pay at that time because OBJ was out. Bateman was out. So we were a lot relying on a rookie Zay Flowers in his, what, second or third game. Uh, and then a bunch of other guys like Nelson Aguilar. And I think that's what we're going to see to start this game. I think they're going to say, we got to get in their face and we got to hope that pressure and tight coverage is going to beat them. Because if they try and sit back and play that soft stuff, it's going to be bad news bears. So, I expect them to get in the face of our receivers to try and uh, you know disrupt the timing and then obviously get to the quarterback. So to me, my game, my uh, key to the game is just don't let Miles Garrett wreck the game because he absolutely, like he won them the Indianapolis game by himself. He was just too, too much of a problem. Mm-hmm. Now on our side, Ronnie Stanley has fared pretty well against Miles Garrett. Not to say he's been perfect because he certainly hasn't, But Miles Garrett usually makes guys look horrifyingly bad. And Stanley just seems to, and and with help, seems to kind of keep him at a a human-like level. You know, not Superman out there. And so that's what I expect this game. I expect him to do a good job of game playing, Mm -hmm. limit how he can impact. Certainly helps that you're getting healthier with Moses coming back on the the offensive side, uh, on the right side of the offensive line. But to me, it's limit what Garrett does to wreck the game 
and you'll be just fine. And then my my player of the week, my breakout player, it's Mark Andrews. I talked about their struggles in the red zone for Cleveland, mm -hmm. and the Ravens are have been unbelievable since that two game stretch where they weren't good. I believe they scored on 14 of their 16 red zone trips, their last 16. And as far as I know, one of them that they didn't score was because they knelt it because the game was over, and the other was a field goal. So they've been unbelievably successful. And Jimbo, you know it. I mean, the guy he's looking for, it's no surprise. And it doesn't matter if they know. Nope. It is Mark yeah, Andrews. And this should come as no surprise. Their first matchup, he had two touchdowns. He had five catches, 80 yards, two tutties. <coughs> he's getting two tutties again today or tomorrow hey. or whatever the heck day. Two days from now, he's getting another couple of tutties, okay? Because they have nothing for him. They drafted a bunch of small, fast linebackers because they're like, we got to catch Lamar Jackson. They're too damn small for big man Drews, okay? Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a whole different breed. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I respect their defense. They got a hell of a defense. You right. They attack you. They come after you, but the Ravens ain't the same old Ravens. We know how to beat that zero blitz. Lamar Jackson finds that hot route because one's available because there's actually a hot route. Uh, and, and yeah, man, they're, I, I think they are ready for it. And if you want to call this a litmus test, it's going to look real good for the Ravens side afterwards. Yep. Couldn't agree more. And the other thing I just want to say I was thinking about this this week is that I talked about OBJ being the, and this goes to my, my offensive key being the guy that can carve out his niche in the end zone for the Ravens and continue to do that. But I also think he's what I'm going to call our blitz buster, right? Mm -hmm. Like he did that. What game was that where he went for that slant? Um, shoot. Oh, what was that? Uh, was that the lions game? I was that the right? lions game? The beginning of the, the lions, lions game? game. I think it was yeah. early on. I think you're right. But I, I think that OBJ only needs to do that two, three times a game. And they're like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not saying it needs to be that big of a play. But, you know, just to, to make them pay for their, once again, their aggression. And it changes the defense's thinking. Well, like and that. also what it does, Jimbo, I'm so glad you brought this up. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Rashad Mendenhall was on some talk yeah. show. And he talked about a lot of things. But one thing he talked about is the Ray rule. And I thought this mm -hmm. was so cool. He said, yeah, we had a Ray Lewis rule. They said, what was that rule? He said, if you had the ball, I don't give a damn who tackles you. Don't let it be Ray. Because when Ray tackles you, he's getting up. He's flexing. He's looking at every defender on his team in the eyes, and he's getting them jacked up. And I like I like to say OBJ does that for this offense. So I think you're right. Like, and any even if it's only two of those, he's getting up. He's signaling, signaling first down. He's hype, and he's getting the rest of the team hype around him. So it's it's it, like when people talk about OBJ's impact, it's so much more than just what you see in the box score. And and Ray was the same way. Like when he, they're like, let anyone tackle me, but Ray. I don't care if I even have one less yard because Ray will get the whole team hype, bro. Yep. Couldn't agree more. And I, I, I mean, yeah, OBJ's impact has been profound and. But I think that he continues, like I said, to carve out those areas where he can be of high impact, even if the volume isn't crazy, right? But he can be highly impactful because it's really hard to find a guy that can that is shifty enough, that is savvy enough, that is strong enough, that has the catch radius that he has, that has the hands that he has, that can get open in a phone booth. And say what you want about how he's beat up. He left that that uh, that DB in the dust in the red zone. He's a pure route runner. And I think, you know, just that slant, the subtlety of it, he was so open. Lamar threw a great ball. 
it makes they make it look simple, but it's 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 not all that simple, folks. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think he continued to 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 create his his role on this team. So I'm looking forward to it. But do, right. you, do you ex- do you expect them to try and pound it more in this game? Like, uh, interesting because um, Keaton's had this breakout right, and you want to exploit that, but. I'm going to say yes. I mean, I think the Ravens, if I'm not mistaken, they've done so in the past against the Browns. Mm-hmm. In an AFC North game more than others, John really likes to control the pace, in my opinion. Uh, and so it's not about lighting up the scoreboard is as much as it is about um, limiting the possessions for the team, controlling the pace of the game. Let's, you know, let's close this thing out. Let's run the football. So, yeah, I, I'd say so. I think so. Look, the biggest revelation in the last game was the way they ran the ball in a light box. Mm-hmm. They tried Pick to, it up. yeah, they tried to keep it on the ball in a, in a, in a light box and throw over top of it, things like that. But why fix it if it ain't broke, right? Like run at it. So I think that until once again, you give them, you take what they give you. If they give you the light box, do you run it down their throats? So I say so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's And, and it, it, it does nothing but slow down miles Garrett. If he's got to receive a, a constant wave of offensive linemen, you know, going after him instead of falling back and pass setting, they're run blocking and they're going right at him. That's certainly got to wear you down. I mean, as good a player and as good, you know, good a conditioning he has, I think that'll do a lot for, uh, you know, just to help, help the offensive line. Um, shout out to Orion. Yeah, that's right. People's champ. I love it. My man, my man, you know what I'm saying? dude? People's champ, bro. You see? It's all right. It's lonely at the top. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the other side of things. Let's get into the Ravens defense versus this Cleveland Browns offense. So, of course, you guys know, against the division matchup, no surprises here. Amari Cooper is their number one receiver. He's, you know, a route running extraordinaire. He's as good as it gets when it comes to route running in the National mm-hmm. Football League. David Njoku. You know, a vertical threat from the tight end position. The guy played with his face burned off and had a pretty damn good game Incredible. against us. Uh, so he's certainly a guy you got to look out for. Elijah Moore, it's like it's like when is that breakout game? He was supposed to be the guy. Uh, hasn't had that yet, but still a guy you got to worry about. James Prochet is a hell of a play. Right? Right, Jimbo? James What's Prochet? Up? James Prochet? Oh, sorry. You froze every second. Yeah, heck oh, of a football player. Yeah, he's, he's somebody that scares the sh- out of me. Um, they also have pr- two. He should good scare the backs. Browns if they're relying on him. Poor guy. I just, uh, need to keep, I gotta be nice. Yeah. Be nice, man. Jerome Ford and Kareem hunt are their two headed monster at running back. Um, and yeah, they, I mean, they got, they got a lot of names, but let, let, but we talked about it earlier. Their offensive line Jimbo is absolutely beat up. They will be yep. without wills without Dewan Jones, without Conklin. It's looking like, Hudson, you know, uh, Jaron or no, James Hudson and Jaron Christian will be their tackles. It looks like Hudson. Well, if he's Christian, he better be praying it alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got to think that the revenge tour that's going on right now for Jadeveon Clowney as he's played all four of his previous teams, he gets to do so again. I got to imagine he's hyped for this game. Yep. Owe is playing like out of his mind. <laughs> right now and I think he's hyped for this game Meta BK is going to play really well but let me just get into some of their numbers and again it's kind of inconsistent because they've had a lot of turnover like their quarterback's been PJ Walker yeah yeah but for the season they're 14th they average 22 points a game 
They're 18th in yards at 328 per game. They convert third downs. This is again, I mean, back backwards. 31 in the league, dude. They they only convert third down at 31.6% conversion rate. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of that I'm sure was with PJ Walker at quarterback and and uh but Deshaun hasn't been much better, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. He is not very good either. Uh yards per uh, I'm sorry, rushing yards per game, they're third at 144. But a lot of that was Nick Chubb. He's no longer here. Passing yeah. yards per Poor game, Nick. they're 29th, 184 passing yards per game, Jimbo. Mm. Wait, can I just ask you real quick? What do they do with Nick next year? That's a contract's up, right? He was in a contract year. Was he? Oh, he's, I didn't even second know that. Round picks, that's four years. He's already had a second deal there, though. He's been there for longer than four years. Mm-mm. What? Because he was part of the running back conversation. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's he does definitely does not have a second deal. It's only been there that little bit of time, dude. Yeah, it might not even be four yet. That might only have been his third year, but I think this was year four. Nah, look, he signed a three year, $36 million contract extension. When, when was I asleep? 20 million in guarantees. He's a free agent in uh 2025, is when he's a free agent. Dang, so, dude, that deal happened right under my eyes. Wow. Yeah, yeah he uh he had a pretty nice. Yeah, that's a pretty nice deal. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was dreaming that somehow he'd end up a Raven. Oh, that's where you were going with this. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be uh, great? That would be great. I mean, depending on how he comes back, I expect. Oh, him to he's come Nick back, Chubb, but, dude. He's yeah, superhuman. he's an absolute animal. But uh, anyway. yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't even know what his status will be like start next of next year. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. but they did crazy. say it wasn't as. But he's the only Brown I like. Yeah, he's pretty likable. Yeah. Yeah, he did say they did say that it wasn't as bad as initially anticipated. But they had to do two different was, surgeries. Did they end up doing the two? I thought initially it was the two, and then they ended up only having to do one. I once again, I could be totally wrong. Apparently, nah, it was my, two, dude. It was two. two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the hamstring too, man. Oh right, 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 right. But it was less ligaments than they initially initially talked about. I think is what it ended Maybe, up being. But that joint was the wrong way, dude. <laughs> Boy, like, God, like, bro, I, I mean, I'm not even laughing, but dang, uh, it didn't look good. Uh, but of course, the Ravens defense, they come to town with the number one oh, points right. per game, 13 um, the yards, second, 262. They surrender mm-hmm. seventh and third down. They give up third down conversion, 34.8%. Number one in opponent mm-hmm. red zone scoring. You know, you love to see it, Jimbo, that they're big. Mm-hmm. And they're good in the in the mo- like the most important because it's like Cleveland. It's like they're good, they're good, they're good. And then you look at their red zone, and you go, "Well, that's not so daggone good." So like, the Ravens don't have a weakness on defense. Like even the great defenses around the league, they have something they struggle at. The Ravens struggle at nothing, Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm I'm so I love this defense because you know I love this defense, Glenn, hmm. because they they are the way that they are because they play as a unit. It, it's very clear because if you take the we got names like don't get me wrong but if you take the names that the Browns have and the names that the Ravens have I think it's pretty clear the Browns have more names we got names like don't get me wrong mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the Ravens really hold each other accountable as a defense feed off of one another play as a unit there that's the only way you can explain how they are bre- uh, rushing the passer at such a rate, a success, a successful rate. They help you see it in the schemes that 
Uh, McDonald's is running the way that they're setting each other up for success. I think it's so cool to watch. Um, man, the Roquan effect, the Mike McDonald effect, mm-hmm. uh, even the vets bringing the vets in that, that are so appreciative of playing for a guy like Mike. Um, it's, and then the young guys showing up, Gino, Kyle, uh, mm-hmm. and Brian, or uh, Brian, what Brandon Stevens, like, all three, all you know, you got the vets bringing you coming in. You got the the reliable vets that have been with the team playing well. And you got the young kids being developed, and you got the coach. I mean, you can't ask for more. The unit's playing really well. I uh, I'm really excited to see the ceiling of this defense. What, what oh, do you look. think about the fact that Miles Garrett is the clear and away favorite right now uh-huh. to win Defensive Player of the Year? Uh-huh. Surprisingly, nowhere on the list is any right. Ravens. Right, right, that's what I was just about to say. That's what do you that's just nuts. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? Isn't this yeah. the best defense in football? Like, yeah, I well, that's what look, that's just lazy, right? It's counting numbers, but that just shows you once again, right? That like look, and that's the thing that's frustrating. Even even uh Draymond gets gets his gets his uh gets his flowers, right? Mm-hmm, For being mm-hmm. like all defense because he puts up like six points and six assists, you know what I mean? And like eight rebounds, like his stat line is garbage, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's, if you just watch the game, you realize the value that he brings to the unit, right? Yeah. And and the, the the stance, the, the, the standard that he sets for that defense, like how are people not watching the people that make these votes? How are they not watching football in depth enough to realize that there's guys on the Ravens team, even in counting numbers, Geno Stone is leading leading interceptions, but Look at what Roquan is doing since the day he got here. It's been a calendar year now. We've been the mm-hmm. number one defense in the NFL. And he's not even on the list. I don't mind if you put, because in my opinion, it is Miles Garrett right now. <laughs> right now. Right now, he he's deserving. Sure. But the fact that he they weren't even on the list, bro, because there was a lot of names on that list. Max Crosby, again, he's been playing his ass. So I, like, I like that guy. But to not even be on the list is pretty shocking. Yeah. Ravens O's Nation has an idea of how we can – Further distract Deshaun Watson. You said just, just offer free massages. Dude, I'm going to, should I get a really, really derogatory trolling poster and take it to the game? Oh, yes. I don't know if my wife's going to let me. She's not. Oh, dude, what can I put on it? Us going? Yes. Dude, free massages here. Like, what can we do? Oh. Yeah. I've got to think of something. I I want to. No, no, just say, Deshaun, there will be no happy ending after this one. (laughs) No happy yeah. endings at M&T Bank Stadium. That's right. Deshaun, Not you can today. Leave now. Not today, Deshaun. Oh, I love it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That that I tell you that offense. Show up with some baby oil. Oh my god! Just just spray it on. Yeah. <laughs> Comes out of the tunnel, just hose them down. What you you talked about the Ravens' pass rush, man? And when when you look at these tackles and what they're gonna have to deal with, it. You know, the Ravens don't have that stud guy. They don't have a, a Max Crosby. They don't have Miles Garrett or, or Watt. They don't have right. any of those guys. Right. But yet they lead the league by far in sacks. And awesome. I think I just saw a breakdown, which if you guys hadn't seen, it's floating around Twitter. But the, the guys over, uh, the guys and gals over at NFL Live did a great job. Man, their analytics department, they find, they find the stats. They find the trends. I absolutely love it. I wish we had an analytics department, Jimbo, yeah. that could feed us this kind of information. Mm-hmm. But. The Ravens are doing something I always heard uh, known it as organized chaos. That's what was brought here by Rex Ryan back in the day. and But now they're calling it simulated pressures. And apparently, mm. 
The Ravens simulate pressure more than any team in the National Football League. And what they're finding is across the National Football League, there's no better thing to do. Not blitzing, not not dropping everyone in coverage with a four-man blitz. Nothing is more effective than simulating simulation pressure, which I'll tell you in a second what that is in case you guys aren't familiar. That uh, n- There's nothing more effective than using that to get to the quarterback on third down and also to prevent conversions on third down. And the Ravens do it more than anyone in the league. And what that is is they'll line up you know, five, six, seven, eight guys at the line of scrimmage. And some of those guys are going to drop and some of those guys are coming. And you don't know who the hell's doing what because they have to – you know, one play they could have Clowney drop and Van Noy drop and have the two linebackers come. Next play, those guys are and they'll drop, they'll drop Travis Jones into coverage. They'll drop, you know, you just don't know. They'll they'll bring a safety and they'll you don't know who's coming and you don't know who's dropping in coverage. And with that, it makes a pause for the quarterback. It makes a pause for your running uh, your uh your receivers. Because look, this ain't college. Receivers read the defense too and adjust their routes accordingly. Mm-hmm. So when they are just so confused, it's causing pauses by the quarterback, by the by the pass catchers. It's throwing off timing, and that's why there's just they're they're getting to the quarterback at a historic rate, yep. despite the fact that they don't have a Terrell Suggs running around the edge. Right? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's there was this whole wave. I said I kind of said this in our last show, and I I continue to think about this whole wave of like hiring young offensive guys going against these old defensive guys mm-hmm. but i really think it's it's an advantage to have now a a younger not that ageism is the thing is not my point but it's now this younger guy who's grown up in this age of watching football and breaking down offensive film this way that he is that's first nature right yep. his first instinct and so it's kind of a way to combat that and it's been exciting to watch to have him confuse the offensive coordinators the offensive line coaches right and uh look yeah at joe burrow look what he does to joe burrow yeah on the regular, it's like, all the time. Like <laughs> it, it, it's absolutely, uh, it, it, it's fun, man. I mean, they, they are innovative, they are unique, they are just different, man. And yeah, and so like when people get on, this is kind of a side thing. When people get on Harbaugh because he doesn't have a system, right? If he had his own system, you wouldn't have Mike McDonald because Mike McDonald is empowered by John Harbaugh, yep, to to do his job, and so. What's so cool about Baltimore is that one year we could have the zone, you know, the zone block, we could have the Shanahan system come in. And in five years, if we lose that offensive coordinator, we could have a power system come in. It's it's different. It's not the same tired BS. We hear about the Raiders. What are they saying about Josh McDaniels? He's running the same. He ran with Brady 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and Bill Belichick, you don't think that there's, there's a problem with the fact that he's running the same tired ass shit. You don't think there's a reason he's, dead last in the AFC right now? Like, well, that might not be the only reason. Why else? Because you know Tom Brady? Bill might be a little distracted these days. Why? What happened? What's he doing? Did you see the ring, Cam? No, what happened? No, you, Glenn. What happened, dude? Dude, Bill Belichick, the old walk of shame. What? Where? Leaving somebody's house early in the morning. No (laughs) No. shirt. No No shirt. Shoes in his hand, trying to close the door quietly. You haven't seen this? I'm looking it up right now. Everything. It's just like a seven second clip, but it's clearly Bill Belichick doing the walk of shit. Doing the walk of shit. What? When did this happen? Oh, I'm pulling it up. I'm putting it on the screen. Yeah, dude. I need to see. Bill Belichick doing the walk of shame, dude. I, yeah. I absolutely need. Was this a while ago or recent? 
it was they don't they haven't confirmed when it happened, but the it just came out the 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 video. Oh, dude! Hey, <laughs> I'm watching it. That is definitely a shirtless Bill Belichick. Yes, I'm putting it on the screen. Even my though, man he, don't miss chest day, by the way. <coughs> he might miss uh, cardio day. Yeah, but he don't miss chest day. No. Holy smokes! And this does not look like. That is absolute. <laughs> oh, can you see this on the screen? Let me see. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah, throw that up there, there we go. dude. I need to see Bill Belichick doing the walk of shame. Look at this, oh, <laughs> look at the hair all matted in the back. We're trying to close the door all quiet. He's late for practice, dude. I know. Oh. I don't even know if his pants are butt buckle. Like, you see, his dude, top where is his shirt? It's not even like it's in his hand. Like, no, it's he just, just left. It he in just the left car. his shirt. He's like, nah, it's staying under the bed. I couldn't find it. <laughs> it just got ripped. It was like, yeah, on her side of the bed. So he's like, I ain't waking her up, dude. Freaking how out. have I? How did I not see this? Dude, how break, great, bro? Is Look this? at him. He's taking that deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh wow that is awesome thank you thank yes. you for bringing that up holy that was such a good time man <laughs> oh I, I tell you what i love the clothes yeah the, dude the, the, the quiet <laughs> he's trying to get it and then he like the screen the, the squeaky screen door he's trying to get it to go all quiet you know yeah i love he also looks outside and he's like oh, he like gathers his faculties yeah, he looks around. <gasps> maybe you've seen if the paparazzi's out there. Or where's uh, my car? Or that. Yeah, maybe he had a couple, uh, you know, <laughs> fire waters before he got there and forgot his car. Well, that uh, might wow. be the reason he's laughing the, last in the AFC. Who knows? Man, that is too This is the real question. Was that was that uh, McDaniel's house? Did he go like, <laughs> was he like, dude, we need you back. Let's, let's just have a sleepover. Whatever it takes. Time. Yeah, we'll watch film all night. Sleep Man. over time. He had the girls out and everything, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man what a good time and then let me ask you this do you think that this would have been released if they were the patriots of old playing so well i think it would have been bigger news i mean the fact that they're so me they're so like who cares <laughs> I, I think is the reason i didn't see it dude i man that was hilarious dude yeah man, maybe it was uh brady's house he's trying to get him to come out of retirement yeah i'm sure brady's down in florida somewhere not paying taxes he ain't yeah. up in Nantucket. No, no, absolutely not. Um, but all right, anyway. let's uh, let. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even uh, give my key to the game yet. We got to give our key. No, yeah, here. neither neither of us did. Oh, shit. All right, so obviously they're going to try and run the ball. We know that. That's you know that's what they they want to do. They they lean on their 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 um, two headed monster at running back, despite the fact that they lost Nick Chubb. That has has not stopped them. But typically, what they want to do is get the ball down the field and try and. You know, it gets some chunk plays off the run game. The problem is they don't have an offensive line. I mm -hmm. don't think that's going to provide enough time for the receivers to get downfield. So I think what they're going to try and do is is utilize the quick passing game, get the ball out of his hands quick, and hope that the guys on the outside can you know, make tacklers miss and, and turn a short play into a big one. But they have no speed. All their speed is either hurt or they traded it away, which, again, is still completely puzzling. So to me, their only deep ball threat is David Njoku over the middle, which with our speed at linebacker and safety, I don't look at that as really a viable option. So I think they're going to try the quick passing game. When that doesn't work, they're going to go back to what they do. And I think that's where we take advantage and beat up their, their already beat up offensive line. We're going to see, I think, uh, 
we're going to see a five plus sack game because I, I think the mm. Ravens will get out into a lead where they'll have to abandon mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that quick passing. They're just going to be forced to try and big pick up chunk plays and, and their, their offensive line, the way this defensive line's playing, the motivation they're going to have coming into this game. They talked about playing this game as if it's their Super Bowl, Jimbo, the Ravens. So it, it tells you the level of focus. I got uh, Justin Meta BK being my defensive breakout player because I think they're going to do a ton to try and help those tackles on the left and right side. And they're going to they're going to leave some one-on-ones on the inside and Justin Meta BK is just too damn talented for that. Mm -hmm. And so I think he gets two sacks in this one, Meta BK does. That's I right. like it. I like it. All right, mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. To all of your points, I, I agree 100%. It's funny how... Oh, he's in here. Hey, my man. <laughs> it's funny how um, I think that the the Browns, what they need to do in theory is exactly what you were saying, get the ball out quick. This and the other. Deshaun Watson does none of that. Mm -hmm. That's just not his game. That's not what he thinks is gonna, you know makes him valuable. It's not what he made him tons of money. They're just going to struggle to do that. And the other thing, too, from an offensive perspective, their coach loves... If you remember the Kirk Cousins days with Stefanski, mm -hmm. that was a lot of play action. There was a lot of, there was balance to that offense. Like that's where he thrives as a coach. And so I think that the way that uh, my defensive key to the game is make Stefanski forget about simply your, your, um, the offense, like making the offense do a certain thing, make, make him coach and throw the ball more than he's comfortable doing so as a coach. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I want them to do. Uh, and so, um, that's basically my remix to make Deshaun Watson beat us. I like but, that. You spun it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I like, like that. theoretic, like ingrained in Stefanski. This is not his thing. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. He doesn't feel comfortable with it. If that's, we can... a, that's a good thing to do to give a guy 200 and how many million dollars and then just not feel comfortable even letting him throw the ball. That's good. Yeah. Well, but you know what I'm saying though, right? No, like, I know, but like... I think if, if this was, if he had a better quarterback, he might want to throw it a little more. Um, maybe, but I also mean like, let's see, I'm trying, whoever all Peyton Manning's coaches were, were comfortable just like, all right, we'll mm -hmm. throw it 50 times a game and like, we'll win or lose. Right. That's just not Stefanski's thing. No, even, uh, what's his name? Oh, frick. Andy Reed with the right, you know, he plays to, he coaches to his players, but he'd, he'd be happy to do that. He'd be just happy to do something like that. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Bills are happy to do that. That's right? the one criticism of Reed is he doesn't run the ball enough. It's been the same thing since he was in Philly. In Philly, yeah. Yep. But I think that Stefanski really needs to be at his best. He, every coach does. Well, maybe not. Reed obviously doesn't. But to be that, to be as impactful as he's been in the past, he needs uh, certain plays in his playbook to work. Mm -hmm. uh, and if they're not there, I think he really struggles to to switch it up. So, because of that, you talked about it earlier, the revenge tour, the missing tackles really are going to make them struggle. I'm going with Clowney as my breakout player, and I'm going two sacks. I think Deshaun's going to be back there, you know, running east to west, hold on, trying to hold on ball for seven seconds, getting kicked in the eye, uh, all those mm -hmm. things. I think that uh, Clowney takes him down twice uh, and, and looks over the benches and gives him a big wave. Yeah, they thought he was done. He does not. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think um, Justin Houston – led our team in pressures last year mm -hmm. and Jadeveon Clowney, I believe already surpassed that number. Mm. Mm, and that's awesome. he was our leader last year. Sean says, James, just bring one of those vibrating back massagers to the game and throw it at Deshaun after <laughs> just, just huck it right at him as he's going through the tunnel. Uh, just a reminder, you better keep your helmet on Deshaun. 
Yeah, I would like to know what uh, what uh, Sean Pisker's interaction as a police officer would be with Deshaun Watson. Like, just tase him. <laughs> Straight tase. Just, just mace him. Just yeah, oops. <laughs> oops. Oh, slip of the finger there. Yeah, oopsie. Sorry uh, about didn't that. Didn't you do that a couple times? A couple uh, slips oh, of the finger there. <laughs> oh no. You know about yeah. that one, buddy? Yeah, yeah. I I, I would think. Um, Sean's like it was at the other guys when Mark Wahlberg accidentally shot Derek Jeter because and he was the this the security guard for the Yankees. Uh, so let's hope Sean. I tell you what, that looks like the best gig though. If you can work the sidelines in an NFL game, yeah. I mean, you get to, you get front row seats to an hey, epic. Who game. got a massage to be able to do that? Hey now. <laughs> <laughs> nah. um, all, all right, right let's, let's see here. Yeah. Don C says, can't wait for 1 p.m. I'm definitely getting Super Bowl vibes. I usually would get nervous before the game. Now I think you boys, I think you boys about to get a beat down. Absolutely. Right. You know what? Hello, though, Don. Should we be nervous though? Because I am I'm like Don. I'm confident about this game. And usually it's these games, Jimbo, that end up being closer than we expect. Uh I mean, I think it is gonna be closer than the other games. <laughs> respectively, but um, I I also think that because uh, it's a division game, be be confident. Be, look, okay. this is you know we're healthy, we're on a we're we're playing well, and we're just coming together. So yeah, I I say roll with the confidence. I get right. it though. Like when's the other shoe gonna drop? Type thing. Well, just like it just see you know we always had the uh, level of your competition, but right now i mean there's really no easy there's no there's no dips right now like yeah. everyone in the north is is a good team and and afc is loaded so maybe we better we'll, i'll let you read this one here jimbo don c says the belichick video would have been awesome if robert Kraft came out in a fuzzy rose robe smoking a cigarette that would have been hilarious <laughs> like yelling at him as he's leaving <laughs> or like waving to him like this <laughs> That would have been that would have been wonderful, but yeah, I I can't wait. I hope some reporter has the gahonies to ask. No way, not a chance. He'd be like, "We're on to, well, we're on to Cincinnati." <laughs> uh, he would give we're, no answer. We're on to the neighbor's house, <laughs> dude. I got I, I I've got to look up his presser. I got to know if he was at least asked. If someone had the balls to ask him about that video, because yes. Now look what Sean said. A Maryland State Police is actually down on the field during the games. You just have to know the right people. Dang. You have to you have to grease grease the right wheels, right, Sean? You know what I say though, Sean? If you put a gun to someone's head, they'll do whatever you tell them. I mean, that's what I always say, Sean. <laughs> and it's that's amazing. exactly why Glenn is not a cop. It's amazing how convincing it is. So you could get on the field, Sean, if you tried hard enough. That's that's really what it comes down to. Um <laughs> But yeah, so, all right, well, let's get into, it's that time, Jimbo. Oh my goodness. My man needs some more, dude. You need some, you need need some more medicine here. Um, All right, let's get into our competition. We won't review the current standings because look, you guys don't care. Um, But the point is that this, this segment is brought to you by BetUS. BetUS is the OG in sports betting. Uh, and not only that, but they won't just match your initial deposit, ladies and gentlemen. They will give you 125% of your initial deposit up to $2,500. No one else is doing that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Some will match, but not give you that extra 25%. And all you got to do to get that is use promo code 410. It's that easy. And Jimbo, I want you to share with them because 
I think what you guys do, what you and Tanya do is yeah. so cool. And just share with them and, and kind of tell, because look, I know we, our demographic, you know, we're, we're, we're heavy on the guys and we got, we got some, some loyal uh, women as well, but sh- tell, tell the guys yeah. out here, they can get their, their better half more involved. Yeah. yeah. It's the best way to do it because look, it's always fun to have some friendly competition in the household. And while not as vocal about it, my wife is certainly competitive to the death about everything. And uh, so what we've decided to do is uh, on the on you know on Sunday, Monday, Thursday, we get in the app, we take some game bets, and we make bets on them. You know, mm-hmm. we'll take opposite sides and winner take all, baby. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's an absolute blast doing it. You guys should have some fun doing it as well. Put in some some money and look. If, uh, if you win, then, you know, have your parameters set up, right? And no, a bet's a bet, bro. That's right. Yeah. But have a good time with it. Like it, it's just, just like Glenn said, it's an absolute blast. Um, so make sure you use it, download it yourself. Use the promo code 410. Have your, like you said, if you want to be like my wife and I have your better half do the same thing. It makes the evenings fun, man. Because even if like, we're not watching the whole game on like a, obviously Ravens game, I'm watching every single second, but like if it's another game, if we're not watching like the, the Bears whole game. And Panthers last yeah. Time? Yeah. You better believe yeah. I'm checking the score a couple times. That's I'm right. checking my, my lines because I'm like, and we're like laying in bed and I'm like, Hey, look, I'm winning. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah. she's like, dang it. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's just a lot of fun. So check it out. It's a good time. Bet us is the best. It's that simple. Um, so yeah, make sure to go check it out uh all right let's do this thing glenn yeah and as you guys know we had a series of over-unders followed by some uh closest to the pin tiebreakers we have a show competition internally between me james and dk but of course we open up the competition to all fans if you want to participate simply give your answers to the over-under and tiebreaker questions in the comment section after this live is over or message us those answers at the social media handles above my head. Yep. Please do not do it in the live or they will be erased when the live is over. And if you have to make any edits to your answers, just erase the comment, put a new one. That way it's time stamped with the accurate time. But let's get Last right. thing, last thing, last thing. Yeah. If you've won or if, when we announce the winner, please, through the same uh, way via DM, please send us your address. Please. Please. Yes, I mean, if you want the swag, but please send yeah, it. I won't, to I won't show up. I'm not going to be like singing out of your outside your window. None of that. Yeah, just send you some swag. That's all. You That's know? right. That you know? is right. Uh, all right, right let's, let's get into thing. the first Sorry. one. Yeah, sure. No, no, number one over under is Ravens rushing yards. DK sets it at one fifty point five. We average one hundred and sixty yards per game. Mm-hmm. So, Jimbo, will we have more or less than one hundred and fifty and a half yards? I'm going under here out of my respect for the Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think that if it's under, it's not that much under. I think we are breaking 100. I'm going to say maybe like 130, 120 maybe. But, uh, yeah, I'm going under here out of my respect for that defense. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they're they a talented group. Last time we played them, we beat them 28-3, to and we had 131 yards on the ground. I think we'll be better because we're healthier, especially on the offensive line. But – I just, I got to say under, I think they get to 145. So I'm going to say right. under as well. Jimbo, or I'm sorry, DK says over. The only one of the three to say over. Man, okay. Mm-hmm. And All he's right. already lost. He's already sunk. Yep, that's it. That's DK, where... why you do this to yourself, bro? 
That's where the downfall begins. Lamar Jack. The second one we have is Lamar Jackson completion percentage on the season. He's completing passes at a rate of 71.5%, Jimbo. Absolutely incredible what he's been doing. DK just says, will he have more or less than a 69.5% completion percentage? What say you? Yeah, I say over. Or wait, what did I? Yeah, sorry. I was looking at the line below. Yeah, I said over. Um, I have respect for the defense, but Lamar's at least getting his season average, period. Mm-hmm. I think stopping the run is one thing. Stopping Lamar Jackson, another thing. Dang, I like it. Well, last time last time they played, he was 15 out of 19. So I say over as well because I just think Todd Munkin, Lamar Jackson, they're doing a great job at countering what these defenses are doing. And they're using the short pass game, which I'm fine with, to 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 as like almost like a, a further extension of, of an already successful run game. So I love what they're doing to counter uh, what defenses are doing. If they want to load the box, okay, do it. Uh, so for that reason, I think he's 75% in this game. That's right. Yep. Ooh, 75%. Right. I like it. All right, let's go to the next one. Let's see. 20, what was he last time? 15 out of 19? That's got to yeah. be close, right? I mean, yeah, I'll give you some quick math here. Yeah. I like how you, you didn't even act like you were doing it in your head. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, what, who you. does that anymore? 78.9%, 79%, dude. You see what I'm saying? So 75, that's a, that's a, that's a drop yeah. from what he did the first time. Um, all right, let's get into the next one is <laughs> defensively Deshaun Watson passing touchdowns. He sets mm-hmm. it at 0.5. Jimbo, I'm surprised by your answer. Will he have more or less than a half of a touchdown pass? Ugh, I hate that I put over. I hate it. Cause you change like, it now, dude. I don't blame no. you if you do. No, it's okay. I'll stick with over. I think he gets because a, 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 a clock is right twice a day. Like, He's sure he'll throw a touchdown. Whoop de doo da day in like the fourth quarter. Um, you know what? I don't think he'll do that. I, I, I you know, uh, will he get one touchdown? You know what? I am going to say over. I thought, <laughs> was, I thought it was 1.5 for a second. Yeah, I am going to say over. I think he'll get one touchdown. Right. Although the Ravens have not given up many, so it wouldn't actually stun me. And I see what DK's doing here. Do you see how he put under? You see what he's doing? He baited mm-hmm. us in with this low number, 0.5. They're definitely going to take the over. That might be the turning point right here. And maybe that's, that. you know, DK's slick, man. So I say over, you say over. DK says under. All right, next one. Ravens sack total. They had four sacks last time the two teams met. DK sets it at two and a half. What do you say? Yeah, I'm going here with over. Uh, you said what it's going to be a five sack game for the Ravens. Is that what you mm-hmm, said? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be a five sack game. I like a four sack game, but for sure with Deshaun Watson back there waddling around trying to find the closest masseuse, um, they're going to get some sacks in. Yeah, I think over as well. They're too beat up on the offensive line. The Ravens are too good, and I think a negative game script will force them into throwing the ball a lot, which will lead to obviously sacks. So over as well, DK. Says under, surprising on that one, man. He is really taking the opposite. I mean, he just all he's either going to be really right or really wrong this week, and it kind of seems like that's him every week this week where he, or this year. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see who ends up being the smartest. And then the first tiebreaker over under, as always, BK sets it at 38 and a half total points for this matchup. What do you think, Jimbo? Yeah, I'm going over here. Um, I think the Ravens win this game in convincing fashion. My math is right here. Yes. So I think I, I have it tallied at 40. 
And I think the Ravens in 27-13, they basically double them up and then some, just a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I'm going over on the points. 27-13, Ravens win. I like it. I I would almost predict the exact score. I think I'm going to say 28-10, a little bit more of a, a beatdown. Oh, actually, no, 28-13, because if I did 28-10, that would be under. And I said over. So 28-13 will be my prediction so i say over as well dk agrees over all three and then the last one tiebreaker total yards for the ravens closest to the pin jimbo what do you think yeah here i'm going let's see here i'm going with uh 355 and of course as always i'm going with the highest number wait 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 wait. yeah dk uh, normally does that one and i think i did it last week i think i yeah i, didn't I had the 331 remember at 331 oh you won that one didn't it, it didn't uh, you, yeah. but it didn't end up yeah. mattering it's all in vain yeah well yeah, it's yeah. All... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no i'm going with uh what 355 okay and i think the ravens will move the ball well like i said i think stylistically this is a tough matchup for this defense yeah, I got him getting to 300. I, I think they're a talented defense. And uh, let me see. The Ravens, last time we played, we had – oh, and I honestly did not check this. We had 296 yards the first matchup. Um, so I'm going to say 300. DK splits it. He says 325. So we'll have to see. But, guys, please participate. Put your answers in. It's completely free. But also, yes. what's also completely free and helps us a ton – Please hit the like button. It takes yeah. two seconds. It's completely bing, bing. Wait, free. wait. Here it goes. Let me say. Boop. Dude, this guy is a wizard. I mean, he's a hold wizard. On, hold on. Hold on. No. no. Fireworks. Dude, I'm so Hello. jealous, bro. Why is wait. my Mac old and not have any of this wait. cool stuff? Wait, wait, wait. Thumbs down. Let's see. Let me see if I can give you some other ones. Okay. Peace sign. We know this one. It's confetti. One piece sign. Hold on. Hold on. Balloons. Wait, check this one out. Check this one out. Let's see if it does. No. It. Lasers, baby. Bro. What up? Wait, wait, I'm wait, so wait, wait. I'm so jealous. Wait. Dude, I'm so jealous right now. I am so envy. I would do that all the time to be obnoxious. Uh, <laughs> and it's I, love, not gonna show I was going to say, I love when you do it and it doesn't work. Because you yeah. know why your pinky, your pinky was off camera. Yep. Uh, Sean says, pinky. I used to work security for the games, but I'd kill to be on the field. So I wonder what that means. Are you on like the – and by the way, you can't say I'd kill to be on the field. <laughs> he did that on purpose because oh, he said okay. the gun okay. thing. All right, That's all, right, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, Sean. All right, all right. But I'm wondering where does the security work if not on the field? I guess like in the tunnel or the parking area yeah. where I but that's pretty cool. Um got to see him walking in with their beats headphones on. Uh right. Jason, appreciate it, Jason. Hey. Uh, appreciate the generosity. Wait, can I, I give everyone fireworks when they when they give us a super chat? Sure. Is that a new thing? Sure. We can make hey oh whoa at the end there. The, the it happened at the it got intense. Um, I want Look at oh, that, dude. You see that at the end there? Yeah. Shout out to Jason, by the way. Yes, Looks like a you. huge Ravens fan. Appreciate it. JL says, tired of this is going to be close. Nah, thrashing. Yeah, let's beat these dudes into the absolute dirt. We've done it. We, I mean, we did it in convincing fashion against the Lions. Absolutely destroyed the Seahawks. And let's just let's just do it again. And, be, and look, this is an important game, Jimbo. Let's just, it's an important game because of what's happening on Thursday. 
Because if they lose this game on Sunday, it makes that Thursday game so much more important. If they win on Sunday, it's like, okay, it's a tough ass to turn around and play the Bengals on Thursday. It makes that game so much less meaningful, right? Agreed. Yeah, we need this, uh, need the momentum. And, uh, man, coming out this week, I'm really looking forward to it. So let's go, Birds. Let's go, Ravens. Let's get it done. Make sure you guys join us right after the game. We're going to be rocking on right after the game. Please work for me while I'm still talking. I'm trying to stay on screen. Wait. Yeah. Go. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, all that being said, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we'll Jimmy talk- Don C says you're a beautiful unicorn, dude. I'll take it. I'll- yeah, man. I'll tell my wife that. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you, you also didn't catch my statement. Did what? You get, when I said you said your pinky's off screen, I said I got one pinky. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. such a five year old, dude. I'm a it's child. Family show. It's a family show. Okay. I'm a child, man. Well, yeah, I'm a child. That's all it is. Uh, but that's it for us tonight, guys. Make sure you're back with us post game. We will be live di- discussing whether we're celebrating yeah. or whether we're pissed off and raging. We will be here for all, all celebration. Of it. Yes, I think it will be as well. But be here with us to celebrate. And uh, like I always say, be here or be square. That's right. Ka-ka! Ka-ka!